Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of my podcast entitled Parents Guide to Gender and Sexuality. I'm your host, Megan Maxey, and for those of you listening in for the first time, let me give you a little bit of background about myself. I'm majoring in criminology at the University of West Georgia. After my senior year, I plan to further my education in sociology. I plan to work with victims of various sex crimes, including rape and human trafficking. During high school, I co-founded a club called Spectrum. This was a club that allowed a safe space, an open environment for any members of the LGBTQ community, as well as allies to open up about various issues. I found this club extremely beneficial when I was facing judgment for my own father at home after confining in him about my sexual orientation. I came out to both of my parents as pansexual and introduced them to my girlfriend at the time. My mother was completely accepting, while my father did not talk to me for several months. This left a lasting impression on me. I was scared to be my real self around others for fear of rejection for a long time. That is what this podcast is all about, educating parents on differences in sexuality and gender, and to give ideas on how to make your child feel as comfortable at home as possible. I am joined here today with a special guest, Ryan Savengras. I've known him for quite some time, and he will be here to discuss the issues as well. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm great. I'm excited to tackle these issues and help the parents at home who are listening. Excellent. Let's dive in. Today, we are focused on the key differences between the following. Gender identity, gender expression, sex assigned at birth, sexual attraction, and romantic attraction. Those are some great topics. I'll start with gender identity and sex assigned at birth. Two things that sometimes get confused with each other. According to Jason Rafferty's research, gender identity is who you feel you are on the inside. This comes from a combination of your own biology and the environment around you. Gender identity exists on a spectrum between male on one end and female on the other. It may or may not match your sex assigned at birth, which is completely different. Your sex assigned at birth is simply based on biology. Options for this include male, female, and intersex. For example, I was assigned male at birth, and I now identify as a male. However, in many cases, a person is born a male, but later identifies as something different, like a female or somewhere else on the spectrum. The concept of gender identity becomes ingrained in children as young as age two, where they start to understand the basic physical differences between men and women. Then, at about age three, they start to know their own gender identity. By age four, most children know confidently which gender identity they are. Most parents don't realize how early this process starts, which is why it is so important that we get this conversation started ASAP with our kids. Isn't that right, Megan? Absolutely. Now, let's talk about attractions. There are two main types, sexual attraction and romantic attraction. You may find that your child has a non-matching type of attraction, as in they do not align. For example, your child may be sexually attracted to women, but is romantically attracted to men. It is also possible that your child is sexually attracted to no genders, making them asexual. If any of these are the case with your child, do not panic. This is completely normal. Remember, just like gender is a spectrum, so is your child's attraction. Am I forgetting anything, Ryan? Yes, you forgot about gender expression. 
Oh yeah, how could I forget? Silly me. Anyways, gender expression is how your child chooses to represent themselves on the outside. This is also on a sliding spectrum between feminine and masculine. It's important to allow your child to express themselves in their own way. As much as you may want to guide your child into fitting a certain role, don't. This may be harmful to their development. It's important to create an accepting and nurturing environment for your growing child. When in doubt, let your child explore who they really are. Don't get too overwhelmed with the terminology that we have discussed so far. Just be a parent and be there for them no matter what. Hey Ryan, what was that quote that we came across earlier tonight that I really liked? Oh, you mean be your child's advocate and avoid insulting him slash her or their community by making petty jokes or engaging in stereotyping the LGBT community? Yeah, that's the one. I think that quote has so much power behind it. As a parent, I think it is safe to say that there is nothing easier to love unconditionally than your own child. No matter the lifestyle that our children are given, we should support them 100%. That is very well said, Ryan. Now, parents, I know that this is all probably overwhelming to many of you, and that's totally fine. There are thousands of resources out there to help you create a safe and open environment for your child. Conversation can create a very strong bond and make children feel as if they can truly confide in you. I highly recommend checking out the Human Rights Campaign's website for additional resources specific to your child. Is there anything else you would like to add before we sign off, Ryan? Actually, yes. I would like to share the title of a book with all parents that attempts to destroy stereotypical gender roles. It is called My Princess Boy by Cheryl Killadavis. I highly recommend this picture book for young children who may get confused with all of these technical terms. Wow, I'll have to check that out, Ryan. Thank you so much for joining me here today. And parents, be sure to let your children know that you love them and will support them no matter what. I'll see y'all next time.